Hi everyone, I'm Daisy. And I'm Elsa. Welcome to our podcast. Advice of what not to do. Where we talk about our life experiences while you listen and learn from our mistakes of what you shouldn't do. P.S. No legal advice provided. This is for entertainment purposes only. Hey guys, before we get started today, we are now sponsored by Servitax NC. Get the most from your taxes. It doesn't matter if you are single, separated, divorced. To find out where the offices are located or what kind of services they offer, please go to servitaxnc.com. Once again, servitaxnc.com. Serving the community for 18 years. Their offices include Charlotte, Monroe, and Southern Pines. Body positivity, and then we'll be talking We'll just see where it goes on from there. How about that, Daisy? Yes, we're trying to be very go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a natural conversation. Um, so uh, I need to work a lot of my body positivity. What do you think about when it comes to, when you think of body positivity? So when I think of body positivity, I think I've definitely made a lot of progress. Um, since the last episode, we were talking about purity culture and the shame that came along with Hold that. Hold up. What is your definition of body positivity? Okay, so my definition of body positivity would just being being healthy and accepting of all body types, um, regardless of whether that body type would look like your normal, I guess, quote-unquote model or like what we're used to seeing on TV, what we're used to seeing on Instagram influencers. But I feel like, you know, lately the world has gotten a lot more body positivity like artists like Lizzo oh my god I love Lizzo yeah you're right and right now when you said normal models Mm -hmm. right now there's curvy models Mm -hmm. you know like thick models and then there's also the thinner ones and they're also being considered models and Instagram influencer you know yeah so so now there's like a lot more acceptance of it and you know there is a lot more body positivity but when I think about the world that we grew up in in high school uh or not just in high school even now like right now thin waist small waist are still a thing yeah um everybody wants to lose weight there's still uh guys and girls with eating disorders um so sorry if that triggered anyone but like we said we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics yeah and i i feel like the society has changed from trying to look a certain way well now you know we still are trying to look a certain way but it's gotten more to where we want to be healthier and i i don't know if it's just me about the whole fitness thing that's what's coming all the reels that are popping up on my phone i don't know if it's because that's what i search for yeah probably (laughs) oh so you don't get that what do you get on your instagram or tiktok reels a lot of spanish stuff a lot of alternative music <laughs> oh, okay i get a lot of gym like gym and spell yeah you're probably looking for that um but you know what did come up one time on mine and it had come up a, a couple times was like oh you can lose weight with these like uh i don't know what they're called like tiny shakes or some some mm-hmm. kind of special like drinks that that um people mix in with like their morning juices or whatever and then that supposedly they lose like 30 pounds in a month 
and that's not healthy <laughs> those are always going to be really popular because people are always trying to lose weight but they're always trying to do it fast like nobody wants to wait for the results yeah because it's like you want to be happy yeah and you think the fastest thing to making you happy is having that perfect body and to this day you still hear like a lot of women make comments well you know i so relate more to women making these comments than guys but i'm sure that there's guys out there that feel like this too but they're like, oh, I have to lose this much weight before this event or before this wedding. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing something online um, where the woman was telling other women, like speaking to a crowd of women, like, hey, how many women paid to get their nails done, went and bought a new outfit, went and got their hair done, did their eyebrows, got a wax. Like we do all these things to go to a trip or to go to a concert or to go you know like to attend an event and you don't see guys doing all of that very often well guys do get their haircut well not all guys but most guys get their haircut like every two weeks you you but yeah but it's a lot cheaper than <laughs> i mean it's a lot cheaper for a guy to get a little buzz cut than it is for us to go and like we get blowouts and we dye our hair and we're in the salon for like three or four hours and all it's because we're trying to look good for what for who why for ourselves but uh, again a lot of that comes with like you know hey this is what society has taught us but we need to learn how to be accepting of everyone like if i see a girl that has her beautiful lashes and her long nails and you know etc etc why do i have to hate on her just because i don't dress the same way or i don't look the same why way? why are we comparing ourselves yes why are we comparing ourselves to other people and um a lot of that just comes up with how society teaches us i mean who somebody messed me up a lot when it came to that what happened um, when I was around 12 years old, my mom told me that I had to start walking every day um, to lose weight. And she would make me wear like a waist trainers and stuff like that. And I think that's very popular maybe in, in Colombian culture that young ladies wear fajas and, you know, we have to have a snatched waist. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with me growing up is that I was like nicknamed Flaca. Mm -hmm. yeah and people would tell me to eat more you were flaca yeah and cambio yo siempre la gorda la gordita see and and i grew up like wanting to have like more hips and more thighs mm. sometimes i mean now i've gotten to a point where i'm happy with my shape even though i go to the gym a lot because i want to morph my body into like you know its own way basically i've been going to the gym because i want my body to look a certain way and I guess look a certain way according to, you know, what is popular to look pretty right now. Yeah. And thanks to the Kardashians, I guess. <laughs> um, big butts and little waists mm -hmm. are it right now. Um, I feel like that's been it for a minute. <laughs> for like a hot minute. Uh, the Kardashians. It, I, I mean, back then... I feel old when I say back then. But back then, thigh gaps were it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And the hips, the, like the hip dips kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, people used to wear like the low rise jeans. And that goes to show that you, I mean, it's our own generation. If back then hip dips and and like thigh gaps were a thing and now it's the whole opposite. Like nobody can be perfect. No, 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 no. 
And that's the thing with body positivity. Like we have to love and accept ourselves the way that we are. Um, and as far as like going to the gym, I try to go to the gym once in a while for my own health that I'm working on. But I can't say like, oh, I have this goal weight or this and that. Uh, during COVID and after COVID, I gained a lot of weight. Like yes, a here. lot, a lot. And I think in the past year or so, I've lost anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds um and some people have commented like oh yeah you look better um you have lost a lot of weight but i'm trying to stay consistent with just my overall health my eating habits you know yeah same i I gained a lot of weight during covid as well and people would comment on it because before covid i was getting pretty fit i had you know that whole um divorce motivation (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would feel upset and i would go to the gym Mm -hmm. and my mind was shut off while i was you know lifting those weights or doing that cardio and i had that motivation i got pretty fit for a minute there covid happened i gained weight people were commenting on it Mm -hmm. and and that made me feel bad again yeah it, it messed with your body image yeah it did um and then I went back to the gym and I've been going back. But now it's more for my mental health as well. Yeah. For me, I think I was at my like fittest, you could say, was when we were in college. And that's because I would spend so many hours at the gym. Why? Why would you do that? Um. So partly because of that, because like, I, like you're saying, like I wanted to mold my body. I wanted to look a certain way. I always wanted to get rid of like my belly. And I thought, you know, doing cardio and doing this and that and, oh, just a lot of stuff. Um, you know, like we said in our previous episode, I didn't feel comfortable even wearing a bikini until uh, I started college. And so a lot of that also had to do with how I saw myself and my body and how ashamed I was of how I looked and looking back at pictures now yeah you know what I'm I saying the it's same like way. I was so skinny I was so cute yeah, <laughs> I don't I, know what I was thinking <laughs> that's how we all think and that's how I'm starting to think right now to be honest um I'm I'm being more like I'm gonna buy those heels I'm gonna buy those shorts I'm gonna buy that dress mm-hmm. because you know right now I may feel like I don't look as good as I want to but it might very well be like the best. I'm I'm never gonna be 28 again. Yeah. Yeah. So just get like we're never gonna be 19 again. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm I'm living more in the present. That might be a little bit more expensive because I'm starting to say yes to shopping more. <laughs> but don't be like Elsa. You need a budget. <laughs> but when I'm like 80 and looking back, I wanna yeah. have. I wanna be like I really disfrute la vida. Yeah. Disfrute la vida and. And, like, I wasn't ashamed of, like, my body or I didn't have a poor self-image. And I think along with body com- body positivity comes a lot more of, like, self-confidence. And one day I was trying to listen to, like, what is confidence? How do people gain confidence in in their day-to-day? Because, like, a lot of people have told me, like, you seem very confident. You seem very extroverted. But on the inside, yeah. I am the most, like you're the insecure person you're you're your biggest critic yeah and i'm a perfectionist too so that definitely doesn't help with and one of those things that i've been trying to break down um with my therapist and she gave me a workbook and everything to try to work on my self-love have you Um, been doing that workbook 
I've been trying. It's, you know, sometimes really hard to just reflect on things. Um, like it'll ask you like, you know, to, oh, one of the activities that it asked me to do was to put up like sticky notes about positive things about yourself and like even coming up with like three positive things about yourself, whether it's like characteristics about yourself, um, you know, sometimes some of those seem easier, but like where you're trying to say something positive about your body, that's like where I get stuck. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other people might say I'm pretty, but I don't, I don't see it like that. What happened with me was that I had pretty good self-esteem and, you know, body positivity. I, I felt good about my, myself, how I looked and all that before I had kids. And then after I had kids, my body changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And now I'm still struggling a lot with my, how I view myself like as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and that seems like kind of the struggle that you also go with weight gaining a lot of weight or losing a lot of weight like anyone would and and you had the struggle with the hyper yeah oh yeah I had hyperthyroidism which means that my metabolism metabolism was really fast so I would lose weight really fast you were really really skinny I remember looking at those pictures and like people could have said like they could have started saying, like, maybe you had an eating disorder or something, yeah? yeah? People w- people were asking me if I was sick, if I was depressed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was depressed. But but it didn't have anything didn't to do have, with your hyperthyroidism. Yeah, it like. didn't. And, see, I had that hyperthyroidism thing. I lost so much weight in a short amount of time. It was a postpartum mm-hmm. hyperthyroidism, the hero show Tima, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, then it went away. I went back to normal. When I had my second child, I was afraid that I would get it again because there was a higher chance. So I started trying to gain weight. So when I lost that weight again, it wouldn't be as bad mm-hmm. of a weight loss. And you know what happened? You didn't. I didn't get the hyperthyroid <laughs> thing. So I just kept the weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah. you look good. What are you talking about? You look yeah, good. I, I have to go to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have to eat good because, you know, I was diagnosed with prediabetes, so I have to do that low-carb, low-sugar. Mm. And because of the gym, I have to do that high-protein. Yeah. It's a struggle. And I like to think that I'm doing this more for my mental health because it helps me, you know, focus mm-hmm. and that energy and that thi- self-diagnosed ADHD. like <laughs> <laughs> Self-diagnosed everything. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it helps me focus really good. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie when I say that being fit makes me feel better about myself. Have you have you ever gone to therapy? I've only gone to marriage counseling. That's the only form of therapy I've had. So I started going to therapy uh, right when I was graduating college because I went into a really bad depressive episode. And um, that's when I got diagnosed with adjustment, uh, anxiety, and depression. And then... Um, since I graduated, I had to wait maybe like a year or so, uh, to get insurance again and start going to therapy again. But at that point I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to better myself. I'm going to work on myself. Um, and I was really over-involved in a lot of things, not just my work life, my social life, my like volunteer time, like just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that became very overwhelming. And that's the way that I would deal with things. Um, so my weight fluctuated from like 
depressive episodes where I would gain weight or lose weight because either I was eating too much or I wasn't eating enough. Um, and then... Yeah, at that time, I felt like every time I saw you, you looked different. Yeah, like, it, I, it, that's what it was. It was either I was eating too much or I wasn't eating enough. Um, and then a few years go by. I think I started therapy again maybe two years ago. Daisy, what does your therapist have to say? About? I don't know. What do you guys... <laughs> you don't have to tell me what's going on in therapy, but what does your therapist have to say? Any helpful tips? I mean, besides the workbook that she suggested, which has been very helpful um, most of the time. Even though you don't do it. <laughs> no, but I do. Like, And I think it has to be like a balance of like when she asked me for like accountability purposes, I think it helps more than anything because for a while there, I was working on my physical well-being and I told her like I had gone to my primary doctor as well and I got um, diagnosed with like high cholesterol and high triglycerides. Yeah, what? Late 20s problems. Oh, gosh. Well, turns out it's biological because a lot of the the other doctor that I saw was like, how are you so young? I mean, because you're in your 20s still. How are you so young and you have this like cholesterol issue? And then turns out that it's like genetic. Mm. So I'm probably going to have to be taking medicine. That and sucks. I am. Yeah, I've been I've been taking medicine, but I am working on my overall health and well-being but i do have a cousin that had the same issue she lost a lot of weight and she still has to take medicine so it, i mean at the end of the day if it's genetics there's only so much you can do that's true but my therapist you know kind of holds me accountable for um making sure that i'm like thinking about myself <laughs> that i'm okay um, that my racing thoughts at the end of the night aren't keeping me up at night. <laughs> okay. So, like, you know when you're getting ready to go to sleep, like, most people just go to sleep? Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no. I go to sleep. I don't. <laughs> I will toss and turn and turn and toss, and especially if I'm, if I'm very anxious about anything... Um, I can't sleep. And then it's the opposite. Again, just like the eating, when I get depressed, I oversleep. So I'll sleep for like forever, like for days. Um, I won't eat. I won't like get out of bed. Like it, it gets pretty bad. So she's helping me realize like what my triggers are um, when those things happen. It's kind of like journaling, but with a person. <laughs> I need to go to therapy. My job gives me like six days, six therapy section sessions for free. And how many days have I used or sessions? None. <laughs> but I really need to go. Um, I used to manage, be a manager at a therapist office. Mm -hmm. Those were, um, it was interesting. Anywho. I've always been really into like psychology and neurology and, you know, I'm very pro-therapy. I feel like your mental health is something that you need to take care of just like your physical health. And, you know, building up your confidence. Therapists, I mean, if you tell a therapist like, hey, I want to work on my self-confidence. I want to work on my self-esteem. 
um, it's like I told her, like, I want to work on putting myself before other people, like we said earlier, not being such a people pleaser. It's so funny that we're talking about this. And why am I even doing a podcast when I'm the type of person that is like, stay busy, don't think too much, you know, live life, like do your responsibilities. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> and you're the opposite. Like you're intentional. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm an overthinker. You're an overthinker and I'm an underthinker. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I still have that old school of, um, you know, even if you're stressed, do what you need to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but my, sometimes I put myself last. You're and, in survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's rough. And honestly, not everybody has the privilege to be, like, self-conscious like that and go to therapy. Well, first of all, we know you need insurance and this and that, and mm -hmm. it can be expensive. Um, I'm sure there's programs out there that help out with that. But, oh, my goodness. And then the way that my family talks about okay, it. Okay, so oh. you know what's important? It's important that you surround yourself with people that give you good vibes if yeah. that's the case surround yourself with people who give you good vibes and then their thoughts like when you hang out with somebody so much their yeah. thoughts kind of like creep into your mind become your thoughts and that's how negative or positive vibes come into your life yeah so i i try to just cut off the negative vibes even if they think i'm chocante or mm -hmm. rude mm -hmm. i just don't really bother yeah, if you're with negative people so much, like, the negativity, it does, like, te fluye. And same thing with positivity. And, you know, there's times where, like, even at work, I guess because when you work with other people in such a social context, like, even with my students, sometimes if they're down, if they're, like, going through a hard time, I really try to, you know, look at the glass half full instead of half empty, um, at least for their own well-being and for my well-being too. I don't want to be surrounded by negative negativity all day. Yeah, I, I used to work at a toxic workplace and it really, it, I mean, it was bad. It made me unhappy just being around so many toxic, unhappy people. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in a great work environment and life is just so much better. Yeah, I mean, you spend, if you're in a full-time job, you spend at least, if not more, eight hours a day with the with these people. We and spend more time with these people than with our own families. Yeah, most of the time, work fam. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to switch it around a little bit. Uh, remember the first podcast you told us you were going on a date? Yeah. Okay, so how was that date? Oh, okay <laughs> oh yeah okay so um i went he took me to a nice dinner i was impressed it was like a on yelp like a four dollar sign restaurant Ooh. <laughs> so i was impressed that like right off the bat it could be because you know he wanted something special or it mm -hmm. might be because he was a really nice guy and he really liked me he really liked you and he wanted to impress you yeah it could be either it could be either one if you know what I if you're catching my drift. <laughs> um, so I got there. He drove. Okay, so he drove. I thought he was driving in from an hour away. 
And it turned out to be further? It turned out that he was driving in from two hours away. And Ooh. I didn't know this until last week, like a whole week and a half later, <laughs> that he drove two hours away to get to me. Anyways, we had dinner. Dinner was good. He was, I don't know. I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> Do you have any questions? I don't know. <laughs> we talked. Yeah. Yeah. It got it got a little kind of vi like uh sexy vibes for a minute. No? No, not really cuz I felt uncomfortable. You know, I just met him. Yeah. And he tried to, you know, get sexy vibes and I was all like, "Yeah, my ear hurts." Why are you touching my face? <laughs> oh, my ear but hurts. <laughs> that's because uh, he started touching my face and i'm not into you know moving that fast with a stranger true even though yeah because you guys had only been talking for what like a week yeah he we had just met um sometimes whenever i'm talking to people on the dating apps i i i don't know what do you think about what dating apps would you rather talk to them a minute like a while and then meet them in person or would you rather them ask you out quickly in well, person. oh, that's see, that's complicated because I guess it depends what the intentions are. If your intention is just to have a like one night stand, then yeah, like quickly in person, like let's go. But if your intentions are to see this person like for a while, then you just want to start off talking, get to know them. Um, so usually maybe give them your number or your like how uh, much talking? Socials. How much talking do you think? Like a few days, a few weeks? Yeah. I guess it depends how persistent the guy is. I mean, in my case, it's been like a couple days to like a month. So if, if I'm texting a guy for a month and he still hasn't asked to see me and like made an actual plan to see me in person. Yeah. Then I make cancel. I yeah. get impatient. No, I get that. I it get takes that. me if I, if we've been texting for a week and he still hasn't made made any plans to, you know, meet up. Then I'm like, what's going on? Are we pen pals? <laughs> pen pals? <laughs> I'm like, are, are we going to just be texting? And, you know, I'm wasting my time texting here. What if I don't get the vibes in person? Mm -hmm. Because in person, you feel the vibes. Okay, <laughs> so one thing that I remember was uh, I matched with this guy and I showed you and our friend Michelle. And you guys were like, oh no, he's got to be a catfish. He's got to be a catfish. So I was like, well, whatever. Like when I'm on the dating apps, like I don't care. I just go with the flow. You know, I'm very out there. I'm very silly. Um, I don't care what guys have to say. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I've, like, I've texted you before what like the guy <laughs> texted me and I'm like, what do I say? How do I respond? So you're I, good at that. I, yeah. And so like, uh, for I'm and by the way, I'm not on dating apps right now. I'm not seeing anyone like that. Um, I'm just taking time to myself, <laughs> which I probably should have done a while ago. But um, so the guy, I sent him like a compliment, and he responded, and I was like, "Are you a catfish?" He was like, "Why don't you call me and find out?" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so he, he wasn't a catfish." Do you remember this? No, but he's French. 
<laughs> but it makes me think like how you don't know if somebody's a catfish by just hearing their voice. No, no, no. We FaceTimed. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We FaceTimed at like, well, video chatted or whatever. Did you ever go on a date with him? No, because he wanted me to drive there. Aww. And it was like an hour or so away. And I was like, you know what? I mean, he was really fine and everything, but... I just didn't want to put in that kind of effort for no. something I knew wasn't going to be, well, at least for me, that wouldn't have any possibility of being long-term. The thing with me is I feel like a guy should come to the girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going <laughs> to be driving up. Well, yeah, I say see. yeah. <laughs> I say yeah, but you know that's not true. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say never say never because we know very well that uh, you know, Justin Bieber told us that never say never <laughs> because it's going to happen. Never say never. <laughs> and he also taught us baby. <laughs> Just like what's happening right now with you said, I'm never going to date a Colombian. <gasps> I'm not dating a Colombian, though. I'm just talking to what <laughs> I am Colombian, though. OK, <laughs> you can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> But okay, so why did he used to say that you didn't want to date Colombians or talk to them? Well, and I told uh, this guy about this, actually, like my perception of a lot of my people <laughs> um, is that they are very like altivos, like very creídos, um, like they think they're the best ever. And I don't like people that are like that. I, I myself try not to be like that, which kind of it. it it's a struggle to be, like, confident versus overly confident, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I don't know. I just – a lot of them seem very materialistic and stuff. And so when I started talking to this guy, I literally was just just talking and answering to his, like, questions and stuff, but, like, not really trying to get to know him. Um, but we've been talking for a good minute. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, I right now I'm um that guy that I went on that one date with that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. I was all I was telling you I don't see myself like still talking to him at all because for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but you know, like we're saying right now, never say never. <laughs> never say never, and I feel like I don't know maybe because of what we've already experienced with our partners in the past. I think I am too, um, I give people too many chances, too. Mm, I keep yeah. thinking, oh, maybe I get, need to get to know them a little bit more. Maybe they were nervous. Maybe, you know, they had a bad day, whatever. And then I end up encariñándome mm. with their, their good stuff, their bad stuff. And that's my issue. Yeah, I see that. And I mean, you were in a situationship for a long time, too. I was. Tell us about that. The situation. <laughs> situationship. Um, so I got I got separated and I you know, I talked to some like my emotional rebound for a minute. And then like eight or nine months later, I started talking to this one guy, mostly because I he was like one the one divorced guy with the child that I knew. Mm. And I was like, he's gonna be a good friend. I didn't think that I was going to end up talking to him like that much. But mm -hmm. como estaba diciendo, luego uno se encariña yeah. from talking too much with somebody, even if it's just a friend. And like I said, I don't think guys can be like puros, 
friends, hmm. somebody ends up liking somebody else. Well, anyways, long well, story short. We, we said that in the first podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Long story short, um, that friend ended up being a situationship that lasted like almost three years. Three years. I mean, we years. dated like for real for one year. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up and the rest of that was a situationship. Yeah. And to this day. To this day what? It's still a situationship. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think we're off now. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I think we're off now, but I mean, I'm definitely dating other people. And I'm not, like I said in the last podcast, I'm not going to let, like, my boyfriend, even though he's not my boyfriend, I don't have one, but I'm not going to let my boyfriend not let me meet my husband. Oh, that sounds so bad when I say it out loud. (laughs) No, I'm not going to let my current boyfriend meet my future husband. Yeah, which does not mean that I'm, like, a cheater. I love um, these uh, TikToker, this TikToker that I follow, and he always calls his husband my current husband. (laughs) And I think that's one of the things I started saying that kind of <laughs> my my ex-husband didn't like. <laughs> I can go he into was. a whole, like, uh, I couldn't go, I don't, mm, <laughs> about marriages oh. and monogamy. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. I yeah. mean, I mean there's we, a we lot, haven't talked about our marriages like that yet. There's a lot to unpack there, mm-hmm. but... Maybe like three podcasts. <laughs> yeah. When I said when I said that I'm not gonna let my current boyfriend, um, not you know, get me away from my meeting my husband, I didn't mean that I would be like a cheater. Yeah. I'm just not gonna be committed to one guy that doesn't have that potential. That doesn't have that potential. Yeah. That hasn't made that commitment, mm-hmm. and I made the commitment with him too, and I do have like a little rule. I think I have a little rule where if you're dating someone, like an official boyfriend, and they haven't put a ring on your finger for two years, drop them. Ooh. What do you think about that? I don't know. That's, I don't know, because I feel like everyone has a different timeline. And plus, what I mentioned to you one time um, that also, again, just comes from like different sources is that guys can want to marry like a girl, but if they don't feel ready like, they're not going to take that step um, until they feel ready. And so even if it's not with the girl that they thought they would get married with or yeah. so on and so forth. Um, because I've seen couples wait seven, eight plus years until they got married. I've seen couples date for like four or five years. They don't get married. And then they go date somebody else for a few months and get married quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have that little two-year thing. Mm. Because I'm Like, not, if it doesn't work out by then. If it doesn't work... Not that it doesn't work out, because you can be happily... Um, in a relationship. In a relationship. But if, like, one person wants a commitment and the other one is being hesitant, hesitant about it two years later, mm-hmm. then why, like, string the other person along? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I see that. I mean, it's kind of like the whole relationship thing, because... Even if you're talking to someone, you're talking to someone for like months, but they never want to call you their girlfriend or mm-hmm. vice versa. I never want to call you my boyfriend. It's because I'm keeping my options open, bro. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. Yeah. I mean, if we've been talking for a couple months and you don't want to make it official, then you're we're not, not. You don't feel that person doesn't feel like you're it for them. Yeah. 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 Sadly. We need to have a guy come and be a 
guest speaker. Mm-hmm. I have some friends. <laughs> Let's do that. So they can give us their side, their point of view. Yeah, maybe. Like, why are some reasons that a guy wouldn't ask you to be his girlfriend after a couple dates or so on and so forth? But I've also been bien atrevida, like, in my relationship. One <laughs> Relationship? <laughs> Did you my, just call the guy that you're seeing that you say you're not dating? No, a my one relationship. Oh, your one. Oh, yeah, your husband. Yeah, <laughs> I was being atrevida back then, and I was like, "You want to be boyfriend girlfriend?" Yeah, because you were young and we weren't thinking. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> but then also, do you want to go ahead and get married? <laughs> yeah, that was you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but now, now as we get older, these serious commitments we think about more and more yeah and and it's hard to make decisions yeah you can be i mean you can be very mature and like have your life together at a young age nobody's not saying that nobody's not not saying that but not at all but you have to change together in a relationship and that's just something that didn't happen with us that's true i mean getting married young it could be good or bad you could change together grow up together get have like costumbres together Mm -hmm. build together but then also people are not fully developed until like they don't know who they are at that point sometimes yet so -hmm. they can also grow apart yeah and change in different ways and the problem with dating at this age in our late 20s or you know or early 30s or early 30s um is that a lot of us ya somos hechos mm-hmm. y no queremos cambiar no nos queremos acoplar a la otra persona tampoco exactly yeah. y la otra persona también no se quiere acoplar no quiere cambiar mm-hmm. so it's that's the hard part it's rough yeah it's it's <laughs> it's tough going back to dating um so you told us yeah a little bit about your first few Uh, years of separation and maybe we'll talk more about this on the next podcast i'd really like to i feel like this shouldn't be a show where it's just about dating but (laughs) i mean a lot of our life right now we talk about this a lot right we do because it's good cheese (laughs) miss so when elsa's on a date i'm like elsa you gotta call me and she calls me after the date i call you every every time a date finishes the first thing i do Get in the car, put my GPS to my house, call Daisy, and like tell you all about it. I feel so special. <laughs> but yeah, and vice versa. I text you when I'm like, hey, I, I did this. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I did this. Because yours usually end in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping, so you can't call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry for just spilling your tea like that. We're on a we're on different wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine if you've made it this far into the podcast. I think it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth the tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, see you guys next week. Have a good time. Thanks for tuning in this week to our podcast. Tune in each week to listen to a new episode of advice on what not to do. Muchas gracias. gracias.